Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 222, Kyle. That's right. Yeah. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. That's me. Philip Dashing. What's going on? Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. And look, everybody, Kyle's wearing a t-shirt. Kyle Kyle did that for us here. Peer Kyle pressure. and his tea. Yep. Kyle aims to please. Yep. Some uh, of the fans were complaining that I always wear some. There's one fan. Collared well, shirts there's, and, and there's stick Kyle's out. Kyle's biggest fan. And then, <laughs> Let's also note what kind then, of. Oh, sorry. Well, dude, I'm still introducing. Uh, I'm still talking about Dave, Dave Rogers, dude. Um, What's up? I don't think so much time needs to go into um, the introduction of Kyle's shirt. Jerry. I don't know. There is quite a lot of conversation that goes on about Kyle's shirt <laughs> in the podcast chat. Yeah. But anyway, oh, sorry. Wow, really? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So, Dave Rogers, you uh, you came uh, back again. This is your second time on the show, on the yep. way from Delaware, right? Yep. Yeah. Thanks for for uh, you know making the effort to travel and then on uh, short notice. Yeah, I was just like I, uh, I I you know you'd asked last week and I, I couldn't come. My wife had had surgery like too recently, and so I couldn't make it that week. But then I was just like this week. I said to her, "Hey, are." Are you up for watching the kids? And she's like, "Yeah, I can do it this weekend." I was like, "Okay, see ya. I gotta go." <laughs> yeah, that was on like three hours notice because, like, uh, you know, honestly, like Big Ethan gave me like three hours notice that that he couldn't make it. So it was c- kind of like, uh, "Thanks for for helping out, man. Awesome." Yeah. Well, I I really enjoy being here. So. Well, we enjoy having you. <laughs> Kyle was just saying earlier how much he enjoyed having you. Well, oh, I, is that because you get another uh, another statist, I guess, or something? No, 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 no. Um, That's not where he was going with that. But oh, oh, you know, okay, I got it. Okay. It is always nice to have a joke. Yeah, yeah, joke. Yeah, got it. There's a lot of those. Always nice to have more here. statists hey. on the show. Okay, so so number one, um, you know, I heard a little bit about this from like a coworker earlier, but so th- there was like a, an Antifa and the and the Proud Boys like clashed in uh, Portland. Isn't that the story, Phil? Yeah, so apparently yesterday um, Antifa was was protesting a Proud Boys event across town in Portland, Oregon, and there was pretty. It was a pretty big event um, for the Antifa side, and I guess for the Proud Boys side too. Um, they protested like a mile apart, and people were like all throughout Twitter just posting videos of both protests, really. And Antifa was like marching, and no, one, there was like no drama over there at all, but. Of course, Antifa's involved, so there's always drama. And they were, there was a, a reporter. I'd never heard of him. I still don't even know how to pronounce his name. It's Andy Ngo, N-G-O is the last name. And um, so uh, he was, apparently he's notorious for filming. Uh, his Twitter bio says it straight up. He's like, Antifa hates me. So he always records Antifa protests. Like he'll go up and like take pictures of like, and record their, their stupid signs. Like there was a, I don't know. You guys know the the Antifa logo, which is the three arrows pointing down. I don't know if you guys not. ever heard of it. That's yeah, the, 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 the main logo. Well, someone had replaced it with uh, um, like a trident, and it said "Satanic Eight Antifa of Oregon" was there. Like that was apparently that's like a subgroup of Antifa. It, it's just so dumb. So he hey, was just uh, Kyle. Don't you have like an Antifa logo in your book bag? 
I do not. No, I don't even know what the three arrows uh, stand for. I was just wondering that. It, I don't know. It goes back to their roots as like an anti-fascist, like in Europe. It's the European Like thing. when they were actually anti-fascist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. But they were just communists and socialists at that point. Like, yeah. Right. So, um, so, of course, they were there. And this guy, he always reports on, well, there's a video came out. He was in the middle of the group of them, like just, just filming. Like he doesn't bother. I mean, he doesn't really do anything that would warrant to be hit. He just goes around filming people in a public place. And, so he doesn't like antagonize them or like. I mean, they would consider antagonization. Like he doesn't. He just goes up and quietly just talks. He's like, okay, we got this picture here oh look at this uh they're handing out free milkshakes here and he they're all and so he just kind of narrates what he's seeing to his twitter audience as he's going live on twitter facebook and youtube whatever right and so he just goes up and just records people well they do this bit now where they turn their back to you and they just keep on like edging you out and boxing you out and they boxed him in completely and he couldn't get out and he had to, like he had a bunch of antifa like they were like they were boxing him out the whole entire time he's like well i guess i'll just have to go tell the police that I just got hit by a by a milkshake because they threw a milkshake at him, and so he as soon as he got with the police, the antifa he has it on video like they stopped and like and they ran away as he got to the police officer. So he went to him twice and said, "Look, I've been assaulted. These people keep throwing milkshakes at me. I'm not doing anything. I'm just I'm just here recording, you know, within his I guess his legal right." Mm -hmm. I wonder what they're doing to those milkshakes. Do you think they're like peeing in them oh, and course, spitting in of them? Of course, and doing all kinds. Well, of well apparently they're putting uh, dry cement, quick dry cement, right? Yep. Uh, please, hey, uh, uh, Kyle, do you tweet. think they're putting baby gravy in the milkshake? There nah. might be some baby gravy in Would there. Would you want yeah. to drink it if it had the baby gravy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like a, a little salty custard, mind uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a gross thing. And, uh, you know, it is, it's a salt. Like you, uh, well, yeah, I mean, clearly it's obnoxious. They're not doing, you know, he's not doing anything wrong. He's not hurting anybody. But so, of course, um, a tweet was put out by the Portland police saying that they have been notified and tipped that they were pouring in quick dry cement in these milkshakes when they throw it at people and they said if you've been hit by one let us know if you have any information let us know so and there's like a whole like the, he's filming this thing and there's a whole u-haul rented out truck filled and in the back of it everyone's all dancing because they're playing some electronic dance music or whatever and they're all dancing to it and they're all pouring milkshakes for people coming up like in mass they're coming up in mass to these people and they're just getting milkshakes poured in their cups to them so they could just throw at people mm -hmm. and they're just carrying around walking around carrying them and so it escalated to a point where I don't know what started it. Um, they took his, they stole his GoPro cam. So I think his footage got cut out, whatever. And so they just surrounded him and they started beating him with like, he says like a stick or something. And in the video, it's not really clear, but he gets like wild, like really hard in the face, like really bad. And it like ripped his earlobe all uh, like halfway mm. off. And uh, really like he had goggles on to protect from pepper spray. And I guess the goggles, someone hit him in the goggles. The goggles like drove into his eye socket. And the like, goggles do nothing. Yeah. Hey, uh, Kyle, oh, my eyes. The Kyle, goggles do nothing. What if somebody stole your like upskirt shoe cam? <laughs> Uh, I don't, you know, I don't have an upstairs shoe cam. Uh, good point there. No, it, it does uh, show you the. Uh, it's a mob mentality. It's a vigilante um, justice, and they they form these mobs and they go out and they try to hurt people, you know. And there 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 are going to be innocent people that get caught in the crossfire or get mistaken identity, you know. It could be an innocent bystander. It could be a reporter. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very it's very dangerous and. Um, you know, it, you guys probably wouldn't take this position, but I don't think that the uh, the police should should tolerate it. You know, so you can call me an authoritarian or whatever, but you just you can't let a mob of idiots uh, run amok like that. No, and just well, I mean, throw, throw well, stuff. Well, look, at people. If, well, yeah, you know, like I think if, if police have any sort of like uh, 
you know, uh, moral thing that they can do. It's, you know, isn't it to like protect people and their property? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, so yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's like, that's assault, you know, if, uh, spitting on somebody is assault, which I, mean, I, I do think it's assault, you know, hitting somebody with a milkshake, uh, you know, is, is probably somewhere in that realm, especially when, when you have no idea what kind of like salty custard could be in that milkshake, <laughs> yep. you know, yep. or what if they're lactose intolerant? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's or allergic yeah. to milk or something like yeah. that. Yeah. No, yeah, it could it, be deadly. It, I mean, it, it seems to be mostly. Uh, I don't. I don't no, know. Well, do you I mean, think it's mostly a West Coast phenomenon? These, I, I definitely. Th- I definitely fights? think it's a. It's a bitch move too. Well, because it's th- like I don't know. Any anytime I've seen it on video, it's somebody throwing it and then running like a little uh, bit. I'm not aware of an Antifa Baltimore. I there, think there's probably there is, one in there New is one. There's one in New York too. We sure, have, yeah. So I think we might have one. On I, I think I think before. anywhere where yeah. there's like where there's parents with a basement, it's <laughs> <laughs> fucking Antifa. Dude. I, I don't know. You probably don't find an Antifa chapter in Texas, and you know maybe people, Austin. Yeah. Oh, sure. oh, I found. I, I did find one in uh, Tennessee, and she hear them all. They all like pink hair and like these like just gender fluid people but they all talk like this yeah there's some racists and the, the clans up there in that building we're here protesting like, like hey hey ho ho the clan has got to go <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so funny because they all sound That's like awesome. rednecks it's so funny yeah and uh i saw a video of that last night uh they were protesting some i think david duke and some south african white nationalists like they all got together somewhere in tennessee and like they were like people going out and they, they're going oh so funny they're out in these little boats you know the ones you go out as a kid like on the lake and they just with your feet and they're just antifa and they got their mask on and they're holding up their antifa flags as they're pedaling this little well, boat around okay, screaming well, it's so well, funny correct me if i'm wrong so you're telling me the story about them protesting the clan and and i feel like i feel like you know that's a justifiable thing where you might need like an antifa right if you've got the fucking clan actually marching they weren't but marching they most were of what most of what i've seen of like antifa even so is just like you know it's just these like you know basement you know uh mouth dwellers or what basement dwellers you know mouth dwellers yeah and they're um they're out um protesting uh conservative people and calling them nazis I mean, I don't even have a problem with them protesting. I just have a problem well, with the I, violence. It, it's I don't know. I get annoyed when everybody calls everybody a Nazi. Well, I'm annoyed and, by that you too. Know, and I actually just saw the other day um, one of my uh, lefty friends. He's you know, we all have them, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he posted something about like you know, if, if you're quick to say that somebody isn't a Nazi, you must be a Nazi. You're a Nazi defender, and it's wow. like, no, I'm just saying you shouldn't be so quick to call people Nazis, right, Jared? Yeah. Agreed. The problem I have with you know the liberal no, people the, I, I see talking on on Facebook about Antifa is they'll give an arguments about them and then the last thing is always well what's wrong with being anti-fascist and it's like you, you know, nothing but I don't no, believe not, you know nothing, the meaning of the word you know it's like uh, Trump is in my mind just as fascist as uh, Barry was who was just as fascist as uh, you know uh, George Bush George W was you know. Um, uh, that's just my opinion. But I think, yeah. But I think what what Dave, right? Yeah, Dave. What what mm. Dave was uh, sort of hit, getting at there was, um, I, I get this impression from people that aren't really steeped in this sort of thing, and when they hear about Antifa, which the general public doesn't really hear about them that much as it is, but when they do hear about them, they're like, okay, what is that? Anti fa? Okay, yeah, anti fascism. Yeah, fascism's bad. Like they. They hear the name, they think, okay, these are, these must be the good guys, and then 
you know, the news says, okay, they're going up against these white nationalists, these, um, you know, racists, and and uh, that just that that's not the obviously it's not the whole story. I mean, it's part of yeah. the story, but the other part of the story is you know these people are out inciting violence. They're uh, destroying private property. They're you know they're calling for you to attacking. pay for their college. They're calling well, for you to pay for their gender studies degrees. I mean, we're <laughs> conflating a lot of different groups here. That's the other problem. Is like there's a bunch of different groups even within like these sort of Antifa groups. Um, there was one called like the Black Block, which uh, I actually ran into them when I was down checking out the uh, the inauguration of Donald Trump. Um, they were the ones, you know, they were wearing the masks and uh, uh, lighting shit on fire. They were the ones that smashed the, uh, it was like a Starbucks window in. Um, and I have it on video and you guys can look this up sometime, but I did a whole video it has like P- the PRL branding on it but you, I caught a guy just saying like okay so there was one there was one uh portion of uh this this group that was marching right they're peacefully marching in the streets right they got their signs there's everyone there's a pussy hat people you know like the whole the whole gang everybody was there yeah but it's it, it was peaceful Kyle's peeps it was peaceful until um this guy who was you know wearing his black mask and whatever um, you know, they starts throwing you know throwing stuff at the cops, mm-hmm. and then someone's like, "No, stop! This is this is a peaceful protest." And then he says, "No, this is not a peaceful protest." I caught and I caught that on video, and that just kind of sums up like what what their ideology is, which is basically by any means necessary. They don't care about. They're not. They're not. What do you got a kettle going off, dude? <laughs> dude, I have no idea what that noise is. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? But they're not. You know, it's like with with most libertarians, like we sort of we have this philosophy of nonviolence, right? Unless it's in self defense. Whereas with them, they don't have they don't have that concept. It's just like here's what we believe is right and wrong, and whether it's initi- in, you know initiating or self defense, whatever it is, they don't care. They'll they'll do it. It doesn't matter. Um, you know whether it's you know throwing shit at people, shouting people down, or just peaceful protesting. They don't really care. They're well, not. Yeah, they're also anti-capitalism and anti-corporations, so they don't see a problem with destroying a Starbucks or a Bank of America or an ATM or trash can. Or, or really any any <laughs> or, property uh, well, because or an immigrant's limo, you know, well, owned well, by an <laughs> evil corporation well, in their mind. Kyle, is it not true that you don't believe taxation is theft? I mean, it is true that I don't believe it. So. What does that have to do with anything, dude? I don't know, because I mean, it, it's kind of like you know, <laughs> it's kind of like justifying violence, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, you have to to weigh the outcomes, and I just I see uh, you make special exceptions for the state. I do, yeah. I think the government's a unique institution, and it. Um, you know, See, it, I, needs, I just believe, it needs to collect I just believe, money like, from everybody. I believe all people should operation. be held to the same morality, whether they, you know, have like a, a fancy title, fancy made-up title, mm-hmm. or they're, you know, anybody. Yeah, it's it's not really it. You, you can call it a, a different morality, but it's different rules. I mean, I'm not a police officer; I can't pull you over, but a police officer can pull you over, right? So there's different rules for them because they're in a different role in society. Um, you, you know, I'm not a judge. Uh, I could, <clears throat> I couldn't sentence you for a crime or something like that. I can't pass laws. So wait, so you don't have like a little point black is robe like, and a little hammer, right? The point is like people in a position of authority, they can do things that other people can't, and 
you know, I've seen libertarians say like badges don't grant extra rights or things like that, but legally they do. So, I mean, that's the system. That's how it works. I mean, it wouldn't work if no one could enforce laws or no one could make laws and no one could be a judge. You know, that, that wouldn't work. Somebody has to be able to, to perform those tasks. I mean, I think somebody has to be douchebaggy enough to volunteer to perform the, the task of being a cop. And, you know, I've, I've seen cops do a lot of things or ask a lot of questions that you really don't have to answer. And I think that's uh, very deceptive. I think like, the whole system's fucked. I also know that like uh, 75% of people who are in prison are in there for nonviolent drug crimes. Yeah. So it, it just doesn't leave me much respect for that profession. I feel like, you know, if, if somebody actually was a good cop, they wouldn't do um, much of their job and you know they what, wouldn't last long. You know what I do have respect uh, for, though? The people that contribute to our Patreon. And our Patreon, yeah. and our Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash punkrocklibertarians. Dude, I, I feel like only a Jew could make a segue <laughs> to money. <goes> <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, if you if you donate a dollar per month, a minimum of a dollar per month, you get access to the After Hours podcast, which we'll be recording right after this one's done. Um, so yeah, check it out, patreon.com slash punkrocklibertarians. We gotta beat Liberty Hangout. Come on, guys. Oh yeah, we're also trying to out patron. Right? Dude, like $5. What's $5 a month? A dollar. What's a dollar? Come on. There's a $50 one. One of these guys will give you a hand job. And if you don't like Patreon, you can message the page and we can set you up with like PayPal or something too. We have a few people doing that that don't like Patreon. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, back to the podcast. So, um, I'm gonna talk about Antifa still. Oh, I got, Jesus, dude. No, I, I wanted to ruin your segue. But dude, like Antifa isn't new. Like this isn't a new thing. I think anyone who's really been into punk music knows about Antifa. Like that's where a lot of these people are. A lot of these people are like. They listen to punk music and and shit like that. Uh, growing up, I remember I first heard about them was from Anti Flags. Uh, they have a song called "Seattle Was a Riot," and it was about like the W. Uh, what is it? The, the World the Trade some, Organization. Yeah, it was the WTO summit or something like that. And they were protesting up there, and like they just like fucking burnt everything down, and like had a huge. Okay, so like, what album was that off of? I think it was off. I because I, I, I was just looking up, I'm like, what album is that from? So I just looked it up, and I think it was actually from the compilation of uh, "Live Fat Die Young." Huh. One of their, I think it was like special for that. I, I could be I wrong. The I last, the last anti-flag album I, I think I got was like, uh, it was the one after Die for the Government. Oh wow! See, I was into like Mobilize and shit like that. That that's my favorite one. Yeah, yeah. I like. Um, it's been I, a so long maybe time. I should like check uh, some more of their stuff. You know, I I have seen them live. Same and, here. That was uh, my first show. Yeah, and I I thought um you know the singer was kind of annoying. Yeah. And then, oh yeah. Yeah. So just insane. That's his name. Yeah, I think like when I saw him, he, he wanted like cigarettes to not be legal. Or oh something. yeah, yeah, he's like totally like he would, vegan, anti. He, he wanted cigarettes to be smoke. illegal. Yeah, he wants all because it's big it just didn't sound very anarchist, you know. No, no, they just came out. They just had a, a Instagram uh, photo of them like all wearing orange to protest gun violence. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a funny story. When I was like seventeen, um, I let my buddy borrow my anti-flag record, and he actually it was die for the government. And he uh, put a scratch in it by accident. So, you know, I was ticked off. And then, uh, so he went to the anti-flag show at the the loft in Baltimore. And then he bought me a replacement. And then uh, I, I remember the record was like 8 or $9 or something, which at that time, it was an expensive amount for a band to be charging for a record at a show. Wow. So, you know, he was buying it and the drummer was working the merch table. 
And uh, so the drummer told him, you know, the, the price, it was like $9 or something. And then, uh, and then my friend was like, uh, do you charge tax with that? <laughs> and then uh-huh. apparently the merch guy like overheard it was like, like uh, started cracking up laughing. And then the drummer just looked at him like, you know, just giving like the mean mug. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, had, this is this is something like I mean, even like the band Strike Anywhere, their logo is the three uh, like arrows like pointing down. Um, that that's their logo. It's the Antifa logo. Um, they're pretty wait, pretty who, cool band. Who is it? Strike Anywhere. That's their band. And so like I've known about these guys for a long time, and everyone's like starting to act like this is a new phenomenon. And I think one thing would be clear: like Antifa is like they're just a bunch of bitches. Like they're like. They're just losers, and I can't even go into how much of that I despise them. But I think at the same time, though, I'm not one of these boomers who are saying, we need to ban face masks and wearing masks in public, and we need to lock them up and call them a terrorist organization. I'm like, I'm not one. I'm not for like the legislation. I think you should judge them per their acts. Like, So if you see an Antifa guy throwing throwing fists you arrest him for that reason not because he's wearing a mask like you're just giving the police more of a reason to fight you right. or more than the, to arrest you and violate all of your liberties yeah t- totally agree and um, um, but a lot of people have been calling for that though but um like i saw like dan bongino and all these conservative talking heads are all all demanding that that they need to like be labeled a terrorist organization I don't, is that a thing like labeling a terror who who does that the dude FBI? the juggalos are, are a terrorist yeah oh, that's right shit that was a while ago they, that's right they actually got labeled yeah, yeah by the fbi so it is the fbi yeah i okay. think it's i'm pretty sure it's the fbi wow so i mean that's, they're gonna be around is, it's just absolutely stupid yeah and it sucks that like these guys are all into punk and they just think they're cool and just to, I, I just i don't i don't know i don't uh, that that part is not in me like to just go up to someone and punch them in the face for no reason just because they're there and this, what happened today was the, I guess there was a confrontation that I saw just now, right before we started recording, where they beat up this old guy, he's a proud boy, and like, they, he's looked like, this guy looked like he'd be like near 70, he was like definitely in his 60s, and like, they just like pommeled him over the head with like a billy club. Well, the and Proud Boys in themselves are pretty ridiculous too. But they're, aren't but they like the, aren't they like the byproduct of a Gavin McGinnis joke? Pretty much. But like, like he was like, "Hey, wouldn't it be funny if we made an organization called much, the Proud yeah. Boys?" And he was just saying all this ridiculous shit. And then it got and then somebody took it to heart and made an organization. And Jared's like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh me, me, me." <laughs> <laughs> Jared, how proud are you? Hmm. I, I never heard of them before Trump. <clears throat> but I know they they existed. The organization goes back to the to Europe in the you know the 30s and 40s. Yeah. But I I never heard of them before. I mean, before were they the out Trump. protesting B- Obama? No, not no. really. They were out protesting certain things, but not not Obama uh-huh. in particular. I mean, everyone like I said, like the whole attitude changed. Like that's why I think everyone thinks Antifa is a new thing because they didn't hear about it during the Obama years. But they were out there for George Bush years. Like I said, like this WTO thing when Seattle. I think that was when Clinton was president. That's when I first heard about Antifa. And well, I think they were smaller than you no, know. I think they're about the same. I, really? I would say they're. Yeah, I think they, they just. You don't think they've attracted there. new members because think, of Trump? I think now. I think I think, I think uh, Bernie probably got a lot of uh, you know little Bernie bros. Probably. But you you think like this isn't this isn't something new for me? You know, and, you know gender studies majors that that can't find a job, or or work, work at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I get pay off ten thousand dollars in student loans for the one semester, so I'm gonna go out and fight the capitalist system. I just I can't I can't I can't with these fucking people. Like, they're so obnoxious. I hate them so much. There was one story I saw on YouTube about a guy, and he went and got his college degree. And he couldn't find a job and pay it off. And so 
he went and left to and go to China, so he wouldn't have to worry about his student debt anymore. And it's like, oh, if if uh, if they all did that, that would be great. They go because they're all a bunch of commies anyway. You know, hey, go go to China, then yeah, you don't have to worry see, about paying back your yeah, student debt. Yeah, let's see you do that in China to pull that. You know. <laughs> God damn, they fucking put you in the concentration camps with all the other uh, Asian um, Muslims. Like the Asian Muslims? Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole, Uyghurs? Yeah, the Uyghurs. Yeah, the whole province in, in like uh, Eastern. No, it's Western. Or Western, I'm sorry, Western, Western China. China. Mm. They're all. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. And they have, them in, they have them like in concentration camps. They consider Chill. being a Muslim like a, 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 um, a, a brain disease or something. Yeah. Wow. It's it's bad too. So they're like killing these people off, and, and they just they call them re-education centers, but they're like concentration camps. Mm. It's kind of, that's where the term political. I just real. I just someone was talking about that, and it's the first time I heard. It. That's what political correction came from. You go to, to to correct your political views. The they would send you the gulags and the, for political correction. Mm. That's where the term came from. Blew me away. Are you sure you didn't read that on a boomer meme, dude? No, it was not a boomer <laughs> meme. I promise. It sounds like it came from a boomer meme, dude. <laughs> it kind of does, but no, it, it's serious. That's where the term came from. I okay. God, I forget who was talking about it, but uh, yeah. So these these guys aren't these guys aren't going anywhere, and I think I think now that more antics they keep going up. And I, where does this whole like? I think it came from what one British politician got hit with the milkshake, so now oh, that's Ni- their Nigel Farage. Yeah, yeah. Farage yeah. said, man. Like what the fu- like? So now your thing is throwing milkshakes. Like because how- he's a nationalist and he wants to leave the EU. Right, so that makes him a. Well, he's also anti-immigration too. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they lump all that together. So you're pro nation state, anti-immigration, and then that's that's good enough for them. I mean, that. <laughs> where does milk? Like, who's they, just like you're getting a milkshake? Who the know? fuck throws milkshakes, dude? Like, I don't know. The dumbest sure shit ever. What well, should they be throwing, Phil? Nothing. <laughs> throw some. Throw some hands, man. Throw some hands. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I do think I do think Natty it's, Light. I do think it's kind of funny, and of course, I think it's funny when uh, you know uh, conservatives get triggered too. So, well, you think what's funny? Milkshaking people? The, the milkshaking? I mean, it's dude. I'm a practical joker. You know, I could tell you stories of me playing pranks when I was a kid that are probably the equivalent of the milkshake game. I don't. Dude, what about what about the dude that threw the shoe at George Bush back in the day? Oh, that's a, such a hilarious meme. Or, I mean, well, a gif right now. I mean, exactly. I mean, I think I'd rather get hit with a shoe than a milkshake because the milkshake yeah, is like yeah, me too. is like more humiliating, and then you got to find a place to go clean it off. Or well, that's why they do it. That's why they for a while. Like, it's the ultimate. Uh, it's the ultimate hit to male fragility or ego, whatever words they make up. <laughs> um, I, I don't think. Uh, well, what happened to throwing I, I eggs? D- I doubt people eggs with uh, vaginas right? like milk shaking. Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, why not throw eggs? They're, they're so much easier to carry around than a yeah, milkshake. Yeah, yeah. And everyone knows that you're going to do it with the milkshake. You can hide a few eggs in a bag. You can't hide a milkshake in a bag. I mean, okay, I think I'd, I'd probably rather get hit with an egg even. Because it's like milkshake's kind of like more of a mess. I mean, you know, granted eggs like the stinking and stuff. Yeah, but and I think I'd, like I'd probably on you if it's hot out. I'd probably rather get hit with the egg than the milkshake. Well, that's good to know, dude. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> <laughs> glad you cleared that up. I don't know. Right, I mean, can like, we move like, on? Like, like, do you have an opinion about it, Jared? <laughs> no, I want to move on. <laughs> oh. Sorry. All right. Um, I guess we can move on to the uh, the debates. Um, so we did do a live. Me and Bergman over here. We did a live podcast. Uh, during the debates and uh, it was fun you can you can catch that i don't think it made it onto facebook because i think it was too long 
It was. It was, I was, I was on watching, Facebook I was Live. Facebook. Well, it was yeah. on their live, yeah. but it didn't save a, a, a copy there. But I do. Oh, I, it is on YouTube, I believe. I was really. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was awesome. What you guys did, like, uh, I I like when the debates are on to kind of do like that live commenting, like people do on Twitter or anything else. Yeah. And that format with you guys watching it, and you and you could see you guys in the corner, and I could comment on it and comment on the the answers. Like, I I thought it was great. I wish. Yeah. I, I wish I could have made it to the show. Mm-hmm. Um. Kyle, we wish you could have made it too. We even uh, had a moment in silence where we were both like uh, holding each other's wieners, um, yeah. thinking about you. Yeah, mm. sorry guys, it was God, pretty erotic, that, dude. It was kind Actually, of a last minute thing. Jared just, was thinking uh, about you. I was thinking about Kylie, but uh, we Damn. the moment was had. <laughs> you guys are really <laughs> trying to put get that those on the, man. Did you put that on the after hours podcast? No, it was like should have, man. Uh, yeah, it's on there. You know, just the sounds, though. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of it? Um, I mean, there was two waves oh, of debates, right? And you were you did the live yeah. stream on the second wave. Yeah. So it wasn't the Elizabeth Warren and Tulsi Gabbard one. No, it was the no. The second one. I, I did want to do that one, but uh, I was actually like getting over a getting over a sickness. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, but, did you watch any of it? The first one. I mean, I saw the uh, I saw the uh, clips the yeah. clips from it after the fact, but I didn't I didn't watch it live. But the uh, the one on Thursday, uh, we did watch that one live, and wow! I mean, I mean, it was it was very fun because it, these people are just so easily mockable. Um, what you mean, these people? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, you had okay, so you had the Swalwell guy, right? Who's trash? He his whole his whole thing is like anti-gun, like he is the anti-gun guy. Okay. Um, and you know he's just all for just banning everything, and you know, um, so that was his mo the whole time. He also looks like, like not a real person, like his face, like <laughs> right? he, he yeah. looks, like he looks like a Ken doll kind of, like hmm. got that plastic politician kind of look, he, like super, yeah, like like um, oh, what's that movie? I can't remember, but yeah, basically just like like Mighty Ducks, fake, I got yeah, it. just fake, um. And then you had uh, you had Kamala Harris, who oh, was like putting on her yeah. best like performance of "I'm not like a piece of shit," fucking like old, former prosecutor cop who like threw people in jail for smoking weed well, <laughs> while listening to Snoop Dogg yeah. and smoking weed. I mean, Allegedly. she was just trying to make it Before out. Before it came out, yeah. hear, hearing music from the future because she was getting so high. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I mean, she was just running this whole like empathy game where she was just pretending to just care about everything. And yeah, I love Robert Robert Marley. I loved him. Robert, yeah, Robert P. Marley. <laughs> I found it interesting how different their issues are than Republican issues. I mean, their Republicans are usually going the pro pro life angle. They're going strong military, uh, aggressive foreign policy. Um, what else matters to Republicans? There's abortion and military. Immigration, Immigration. is yeah. huge. Whereas the, the <sighs> well, Republicans are trying to out be an, out anti immigrate immigrant each other. Democrats go the other way. They're right. trying to be. They're know, trying to it, get as close to saying open borders as possible. Right. Without, but they won't say open borders. And they're trying. You know, they try to appeal to LGBTQ. Which yeah. I noticed that was the that was the preferred acronym to but add they, the Q on. They they yeah. don't actually want to. Get, they don't want to have open borders. They don't want to get rid of ICE because that would actually be reducing government. Yeah. They just want to reform ICE. Yeah. And and so because a Democrat would never get rid of government. Right. 
That you know, I would actually be in favor of that. I don't think we need ice. I don't know. I've, yeah, been, I've been hearing them say they want to get rid of ice. I've been hearing them say like we need to. Well, that's like like uh, <laughs> AOC says that kind of shit. Yeah, shirt. it's just. Did you see that the thing she did at the border where she was crying or oh, looking yeah. like she was crying? Was oh, that a publicity God. stunt? Yeah, it was so oh. funny. Hey, uh, dude, I, I just actually saw this pretty funny Photoshop where AOC's at the gate with her mouth open, <laughs> and somebody um, photoshopped like a dick in her mouth and made the gate look like a glory hole. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty magnificent. <laughs> yeah, but the guy like his balls were through the fence, man. That was. That's, That's kinky shit, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, healthcare is another big one for them, you know. It, it's, um, you know, like I thought about sharing that, but then I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to get a Facebook ban before we go live. Guys, is that, that that would complicate? Would things. you say that's the meme of the week? Um, probably. Uh, I don't know. No. I feel like I, I saw some other ones too. I but, definitely did. But I AOC, see a thousand memes. AOC is like the meme of the week, right? Probably. I'm trying know, to start man. a new segment on this program called Meme of the Week. Oh, man, oh really? I submitted some. Why didn't you tell us about that before? Did. I like, did. He like, told me. He mentioned spring something it, to me. Springing it on us, dude. Uh, well, we're doing it now. So, I, Meme of the Week. Okay. It doesn't have to be a specific, like, a specific meme. It can be a general meme uh, template, you know? Yeah. So, oh. yeah. So, yeah. There were, yeah. <laughs> so, so funny. Wow, Phil can't even get it out. It must have been a really good meme. It was Phil's so face no, is beat red right now. <laughs> oh, it's always that red. But um, it was a picture of it was a waiter. He's scooping up uh, he's like scooping up a, a spoonful of spaghetti, and he's like feeding it to this person. But the person at the table has been cropped in. It's a picture of M- Megan McCain. That's uh, McCain's daughter, Megan, and she's crying with her mouth open, like at fr- and then. But the bowl where he's getting the spaghetti from is, is, is John McCain's head, but he's sticking his tongue out. <laughs> I, I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that one. I, dude, Which I was, was really dead. disturbing. It was so funny. Yeah, she's serving. He's just sitting there with his tongue out like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, dude, it blew me away. I was laughing so hard at it. I mean, obviously. it seems disturbing, dude. Yep. I know. That's why it's funny. It's, do you murder small animals? <laughs> Not anymore. I'm, not anymore. I mean, <laughs> never mind. I mean, the one where she, the one where AOC is like up against the fence and she's like crying, and then she like gr- grabs onto the fence, and then it shows like a cow <laughs> farting. <laughs> it does the whole Sarah Connor. Yeah, that does T2. like the Terminator thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the one where there was a, a Mexican girl talking about uh, kicking dirt, and it's like all there's six SUVs pull up, WTF, and uh-huh. someone gets out and pretends like they're crying. Everyone gets back in the SUV. What what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't see that. That's oh my god. I think someone posted that in the the punk rock libertarians group. I need, oh, nice. I need to keep more my eye on that. But anyways, circling this back second. to uh to the debates, um How about Biden, the front runners, what'd you think? I mean Biden I just exactly what I would expect. I mean he he just comes off as like sort of old and out of touch and just kind of like just super establishment. Yeah, but I mean, have you talked yeah. to anybody besides CNN that actually believes Biden is the front runner? I haven't talked to CNN, dude. No, but I mean, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like I, I, I haven't talked to anybody who thought that personally. I haven't seen anybody say, oh, Biden's definitely the titties. You know, no, yeah. I, I didn't see any of that. I, know, I never meet anybody that really loves, it's, you know. And then furthermore, we can't talk about the debates without giving props to Tulsi Gabbard, who was actually the most Googled person uh, the night of her debate. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she rocked it. And then, you know, the next day I'm seeing all these articles where it's like trolls made Tulsi Gabbard the most Googled person, you know, like 
I mean, I, I'm Gabbard. like the I'm the biggest uh, Tulsi Gabbard fan, and you know, I didn't Google her after the debate, so it would appear in Google searches. You know, it's uh, obviously people were just watching, and they liked what she had to say. I saw a Vox headline. I think it was Vox that said, "Oh, she it, was conservative on foreign policy. Her foreign policy was cons- she was taking the conservative okay, position." Okay, so, like, so Vox are saying that what? liberals are warmongers? Uh, yeah. I mean, I believe you know both parties are equally, and it's a very rare that you see somebody come out um, yeah. talking like Tulsi Gabbard. I was like, where are these anti-war conservatives? Like, I'm not meeting any of them. You know, <laughs> like outside of Ron Paul, like yeah. there's almost none. You know, the the other thing that they were saying the day after that debate was uh, that Russia apparently, you know, is trying to hack. Russian hackers are boosting up Tulsi Gabbard's numbers. Oh uh, yeah, so these people and the Russians, it's like so ridiculous. It, it really, it, it's, it's the, the left is just making this like huge red scare you know and they've been doing it for years and it's so hypocritical because i mean we've interfered in far more elections than the russians have it's yeah i mean doesn't it seem it it almost seems like the left is uh you know trying to set up this like huge world war three with russia and it, it seems to me like they've been trying to do it but for they years. they hacked our democracy, guys. Yeah. They and, hacked the democracy. And, I mean, like it also seems when you think about it, memes. when you think about it, uh, you know, not to blow tr- Donald Trump, you know, but he might have uh, saved us from it because you know, when Hillary Clinton was running, she was sounding like she wanted to go to war with Russia she right away. No fly zone, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one so, one uh, interesting question they were asked was, "What do you think is the greatest geopolitical threat to America?" And, uh, you know, a lot of them were saying um, Russia, it was really you got China. you got Islam, Russia, China. And you didn't hear it say Islam. I did. No, did one, none said of them, no none one said of them Islam. Went, none of them went um, radical Islam. No, dude. Maybe, maybe not maybe the I Democrats. I don't know. Uh, not the Democrats, dude. Yeah, you're right. They probably they probably wouldn't. Have <laughs> They're said not allowed that. to say that, dude. Oh, Tim Ryan was well, pretty status. And yeah, that shit too. fucking idiot. That one guy oh. was t- saying maybe like, in that t- I didn't watch that debate. Maybe dude, somebody like, said it was radical so Islam. bad. It was so bad. Like the moment he said that stupid thing that that the last time the Taliban was in charge, they were flying planes into our buildings, and I fe- I felt like the collective libertarian force. I felt everybody cringe who's a libertarian hear that and scream at their television at once. It's like a thousand voices cried out at once. Like, yeah. I, I, and then of course, like in Tulsi, like she was like, uh, that wasn't the Taliban. That was Al Qaeda. Oh, the meme Boom. of the week could have yeah. been that one where Beto, Beto O'Rourke is talking in Spanish and Elizabeth Warren <laughs> and, and the other guy are looking at it like, what the hell are you? Yeah. You motherfucker. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? Dude, that was so cringeworthy. Them. I'll just, they're like, we're not trying to get votes from Spanish, like bring in the illegal immigrants to, and to vote for us. But I'm going to sit here and do my whole thing in Spanish. You know, mm. like, like, you're so full of shit. You know what you're doing. It was Dude, so gross. I, I, I was wondering, like, earlier, like, uh, you know, before work, I was uh, nearby, the, like, the farmer's market in Catonsville. And I saw these, like, two white ladies walk by with, like, blonde hair, blue eyes, pasty-ass skin. And they were talking back and forth to each other in Spanish. And I was wondering if this is, like, uh, some sort of, like, progressive uh, trend that uh, Beto is starting. <laughs> apparently hmm. <laughs> it was just like, like it was, and i was thinking to myself you know it's probably a great idea for like a, an npc daily article or something <laughs> <laughs> dude submit it what well, about i mean most, you, oh go ahead oh most hispanics are white that's one thing you know i get like people make this big thing about hispanics and think they all have brown skin but actually most of them are you know people from spain that are white and you know i, I don't know but it's just this perception that all hispanics have brown skin and 
Mm-hmm. You know, and therefore they're like an under. Therefore, they're a minority when, in fact, most Hispanic people are white. Hmm. And it's you know, it's kind of weird that you know, there's this one group that's actually white that isn't considered white. I wouldn't know if I wouldn't say most, but I definitely think there's a large contingency of like white speaking, even in South America. I mean, that's what like Juan Guaido, like he's pretty white looking. I mean, and he represents like the old rich white privileged group in, in down in uh, Venezuela that was in power before um, Hugo Chavez and that he were, I forget what the term I, I forget what the term they call themselves um, it's like something in Negro or I, I don't know it, it, it's 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 a it's a phrase where they say like the people like he didn't represent the mass people who are of African and Indian descent okay so I have a question for you guys did you talk to anybody who thinks like what Beto did was cool, you know, saying, giving his answer in English and then in Spanish? No. I've not met someone who's like, oh my God. I've, I actually talked so to good. somebody. Did he thought, do it for actually, every answer? No, just for the first one because the Telemundo guy was asking, I think. I don't I really talk politics that much with people outside of the libertarian sphere. Like, it's, you know, did you, did you talk to like. Who did you, who do you shoot the shit with? About, Why is it? About be, the is it debates? because you you like being the biggest status in the room? No, I go to work and I don't talk politics at work, and then I go home and I'm not talking to anybody. So it's like unless I unless it's on Facebook, like in a group there, yeah, we'll talk about the debates. But in real life, I didn't discuss it with anybody. I talk to people I work with, and they're all leftists. Yeah, but they like like. Think it was cool. They didn't. They didn't really mention much. Like they kind of. I don't even know. What did they watched. say about Marianne Williamson? They, no, no one knows who that is. <laughs> like no one. They, I, did I, you Did you hear what she said though? She well, amongst everything. So she's so like annoying. she's sort of like a Deepak Chopra type person. You know. You know what I'm talking about. Like very no. woo, like um, crystals and oh, faith oh, healing and yeah. shit like that. Like she's okay, an so she's an author, and like her. The only thing I remember her saying was at the very end that, you know, they have to give like their, you know, their closing statement or whatever. And she was like, we need to harness or, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Trump, you know, Trump assumes power based on hate and we need to harness love to fight Trump. It was like some really like Kyle. Why do you never wear your medallion to the podcast? (laughs) I forgot my medallion again today. (laughs) Medallion. Yeah. What does that have to do with this? He's just. Uh, you were talking about like crystals and stuff. Oh. I don't know. I thought it'd be funny if Kyle had a medallion. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. She's very like I don't know. It's a very bizarre woman, and she's just like up on stage with everybody else. <laughs> oh, I think that's like the, it's like the early uh, rounds of American Idol, where you yeah. get like you get the really bad singers up there. You yeah. Know? So you got a lot of people what, up there that are what's the democratic no names, I guess. Yeah, but what is the uh, how do they filter out? Like, what is the qualification to get up there? Probably polling numbers. Yeah. So she's polling polling at at least, what, a half a percent or something? Yeah, Yeah. I think you have to be, like, over a certain... I want to say it's over... But who's voting? 0.25, I think. Yeah. Like, what contingency of people is is voting for? Probably wherever they're from. Her author? Well, that's a point. You you find people like that in New York, and, you know, I don't know where she's from, but... I mean, there's definitely people like that. Usually they're just, like, you know, sitting in float tanks or, like, you know... Yeah, do a lot of acid, but yeah, De Blasio. <laughs> that was an interesting yeah. one. You know, I've I've heard that he's actually, uh, you know, considers himself a socialist. Maybe not publicly, but I did want to say one thing. Sorry, but there was there were a few on the second night. There were a few people, and I can't remember who it was, but they were pushing back on socialism. Really? Yeah, 
they were saying like, well, you know, we need basically we need socialism, but we don't want socialism is basically what they were saying. Weird. You know, but they didn't like associating with the word socialism. Interesting. Um, obviously, Bernie had wanted nothing to do with that. Right. Um, but I forget who it was. Uh, I think it was one of the the guys, one of the dudes. But well, I just I was like, well, that's comforting at least that they're not ready to just like jump in bed with socialism well, just yet. I mean, yeah. everyone yeah, keeps I mean, saying we need to like ban private insurance. Like what? Like yeah, they only do that in the fucking European countries that they love so much that they based all their ideology. I, I think of. that might have been the uh, that was in the first night. I but I think in the were, second night, some that was a, a similar question that was asked, and I think one someone pushed back on that and said, "Well, we need." You know, we need to take care of everybody, blah, 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 but we also need the private market. Yeah, and which, I mean, not not all liberals are socialists. There are right. a lot of moderate liberals out there, and some of them are even right. elected into office. So, right. I mean, I, I don't know if any one of them is going to end up being the candidate, but probably not, but, you know, they they are out there. Can we, can we also go back to what that crazy batshit motherfucker Castro said, where he said he... He believes in not only uh, reproductive rights, but reproductive justice. Oh. What the fuck does that mean? No, well, and the, for trans people. Yeah, the craziest thing. People. The craziest thing is he doesn't understand that transgendered women um, are not actually going to have a uterus. They need to have access for abortion. That's what he said. Maybe he but, means transgendered men. No. Yeah, maybe he maybe, does. Maybe I mean, the, you know, he, he that's not got, the biological. He got it confused. I mean, let's be honest. The whole thing is a little confusing. Kyle, Kylie, Kyle. Yeah. It, what does Kylie say about this? <laughs> I have she, no does idea. Kylie want he reproductive justice. What does that mean? That I mean, don't like, know what that means. Does that no, mean like I, you shoot the baby in your mother's womb, or just like justice has been? Well, served. If, if you get <laughs> shot and the baby dies, then you get charged with manslaughter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. It's it's fucking weird. It's just it, like they just put words together and like, oh, you like that? And the whole crowd's going. Well, they also have to oh, one yeah. up. Oh yeah, reproductive justice. What the fuck does that even well, mean? We yeah, we mean, pointed this out during the debate related to like the climate change stuff, where where uh, I, th- I think it was Kamala Harris was like, I don't believe in climate change. I believe we're we're living in a climate crisis. <laughs> it's like yeah, they just got to keep like. Bump it up the rhetoric at every stage. Word soup. They just put them together, and there you go. There was one guy that that was his issue. But yeah, he made um, climate change his number one issue. Yeah, was that the mayor or the governor of Washington? Dude, Andrew Yang, who might be the most interesting person on that stage. uh, Not that I agree with him, but he only got like five minutes to talk. Jared, Jared, you're not uh, in the Yang Gang. You're not a collapsitarian. I actually did join the Yang Gang, uh, the Facebook <laughs> because they have because this meme game. Their meme game is strong, man. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, because his whole thing is like the thousand dollar a month UBI thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I don't agree with that at yeah. all. But the so that like the the phrase is secure the bag. Yeah, they want to get that thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I saw that he did something. He um. He said, uh, of the, if you share this tweet um, or retweet this, somebody of the people that retweet it will be selected for um, 10000 bucks or something like that. So he's got all these people retweeting him mm-hmm. trying to be the one person that gets paid. You know, That's funny. I mean, it's a pretty obvious bribe. Did but you hear what yeah. it worked? It worked. He yeah. said, apparently, uh, right before we, we went live on this, I saw that him and the other woman, uh, the, the author, she was Marian saying... Marion Williamson? Yeah, she was saying 
him and Yang, or her and Yang were saying that their microphones were cut off. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that that is something that I heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. the whole the whole point of round one was, hey, we're gonna push, we're gonna give Elizabeth Warren, we're gonna give her like the stage, like we want her not to have any challenging, you know, we want her to be the focal point and not have any easy comp, you know, just have easy competition for that. And she sounded like a crazy old bat, like just going off all the time. So she had it easy out there, and she was dead center. She got the most time. And same thing with the second night. Like they wanted that was the real debate. Those are most of those people are moving on. And now Kamala Harris, they they love Kamala Harris now. Because I I think they like Biden as the aspect of like, well, pragmatically, he can beat he could maybe challenge, you know, muster up that old Obama sentiment. He could challenge Trump. But you know, that's saying that at the same time they're like, Well, he's an old white man. He's been he defended people who want who were against busing, federal busing. And they want to peg him as a racist, and so they're kind of like, "Dude, get out of here! Like, let's let's make this be a, a Warren Kamala Harris thing." And they don't like Bernie Sanders. They don't. I'm convinced, dude. They don't like him because he run, he's, he he goes well, into Congress as an independent, not a Democrat, and so he probably has the most support. But they don't want they don't like him because he's not a Democrat. And I, I think that's kind of like the Ron Paul thing. Like they don't like Ron Paul because he wasn't a Republican his whole life. He ran as a Libertarian. And they don't like that. The establishment doesn't like that stuff like That's that. That's not why they didn't like yeah, him. Yeah, I think they just didn't like him because he didn't toe the party I'm, line. It's one aspect of like, it. In comparison, at all. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I get that. But I'm saying, like, in comparison <laughs> to what I'm talking about with Bernie Sanders, if you ha- like, that's a thing they hold against you. And I can clearly see it because they don't, they don't like Bernie Sanders, even though he could probably, he could probably win, dude. He could probably, if he got that nomination against Trump, I think it would have been a lot closer. Well, well he is a nationalist like Trump, so he can sort of. I, you know, I, I think he would have excited uh, some people a I lot so more too. than Hillary Clinton would yeah. have. But at the same time, um, it he might have scared a lot more people too, because at least with Clinton, you didn't know what you were getting. You knew it was absolute garbage, but uh, you know. I mean, it wasn't necessarily the breadline right away. You know, <laughs> when I think people are still uh, for for the best, uh, still scared of the idea of socialism. Yeah, I, I mean, it's you know the, the younger generation, unfortunately, is getting sort of converted over. But you know, the voting, the people that vote, they're not they're not interested in socialism. Yeah, a lot of them came grew up through the Cold War, and they've right. been you know warned against socialism their whole lives, and they're not going to vote for it. But you get a millennial. Or somebody that's saddled with a ton of student debt, and you go, "We're going to pay for your health care, and we're going to forgive your student student loans," mm-hmm. and they're going, "That sounds pretty good. Sounds yeah. pretty good to me." And uh, I think Bernie, I think, is an ideologue, and that's one of the reasons that the party isn't behind him because he's not a party man. I I don't think he is. You know, well, I, I think Bernie is uh, not the is, Democratic Party, maybe the Soviet Party. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think he's ideologically driven, and uh, I think he believes that his ideas are correct and. Uh, he's not necessarily going to fall in line and do what the party wants. Whereas I think Hillary was really establishment. Uh, Obama was establishment. I mean, some of these people are just, I don't know, they shake the right hands and they're just, they're just in. Yeah. And I've always thought of Bernie as more of an outsider. I mean, maybe in the end he did endorse Hillary, but you know. It was begrudgingly. Yeah, they, I don't oh, think not, not with that money he got. I paid. don't think they even. I, I think he got a few shekels for that one. What yeah, he might have got a few shekels. Well, I but, think he was thinking about this year or next year. Yeah. I think he was thinking, well, all right, I lost this round, but I think I got another one in me. If I, yeah. if I, you know, that's the same thing he did with when Hillary Clinton lost to Obama. They were like, look, 
don't fight this. Next year is your year, and we're going to see to it. Right. You or next whatever. Next time it's time. You know, I don't think they said turn. that to Bernie, but I think he thought in his head. Well, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't want to f- stir the pot too much here. Mm-hmm. Was Let me weird? just. But uh, this year, I mean, if he loses to somebody, I could see him just being like, "Fuck you." <laughs> it was a weird primary. Maybe. It was like they were the only two candidates. I mean, and O'Malley, right? It was. I just. <laughs> oh yeah. Really, yeah, I O'Malley. forgot about O'Malley. Compared to having yeah. twenty people on the stage for debates, like that, that primary was like. Uh, Hillary and this guy that kind of wants to challenge Hillary, and that's it. Like, it was a two-horse race. Hey, did you see that meme uh, about Bernie Sanders flying first class to the debate, or was that true? No. uh, (laughs) That was pretty funny. (laughs) Uh, It wouldn't surprise me. He had his own private jet going around campaigning for Hillary. They gave him his own private jet after that, the Clinton campaign. So Mm -hmm. he just How about that? Yeah, imagine that. Living the life. Right. Having three houses in Vermont, it's, right? Got to be pretty nice. God, what a piece of shit! <laughs> Fuck. Um, so uh, anybody can it. write a book and become a millionaire. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> does he want to write another book? Is this what this is about? Like, is he even serious about running? My my friend gave me Bernie's book as a gift. He's That's, a hardcore Democrat. He is not a good wow. friend. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you need thanks. to end that friendship immediately. Thanks, no, I don't. Well, you end. can get into I the mind. It. I understand. You like, can now. get into the mind of Bernie, dude. Um. Yeah, I, should. I mean, I, I understand. It might, I, honestly, it might be interesting to read just to kind of figure out, like, what's going on up there. I understand what's going on. I mean, I understand, like, they want to the government to help the uh, help the poor, you know? It's, it's, it's free handouts. It's free stuff. And we're going to knock, we're gonna knock, the, we're gonna knock the, the rich Bernie down, Sanders and we're going to redistribute wealth to <laughs> the poor and the middle class. And it's a very appealing-sounding platform to someone who's poor. So you have to know how to combat that. Kyle, do you ever think that Bernie is just where your statism eventually leads? No, no, I don't. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, capitalism and socialism both have a state at the center making their lo- respective laws. And it's just it's a, a market economy has law and order, too. So, like, it, it, I, I see it as the free market or market economy as the alternative to a centrally planned economy. And it's scary to me that we continue to turn over more and more of our market to the government, you know, to say, okay, government's going to take over health care, health insurance. And once they take over paying for health insurance, they're going to take over the provision of care. They're going to, they're going to start mandating what doctors can charge, what they pay for, what they don't pay for. They're going to gradually take over the entire industry and you're going to have more and more public hospitals, just like you have public schools and you know, they, they gradually take over the entire industry. You know, uh, one thing that really pissed it's me off. Like cancer. One thing that really pissed me off, we didn't talk about it too much, was, uh, you know, some people were actually calling for, you know, all abortions should be paid for by the government. You know, free abortions. And <laughs> yeah, it's they, like, yeah. you know, you've got like, at least, you've got like pr- somewhere around half of the country believes that it's murder. And then to force them to pay for your stuff, you know, it's like... What the fuck? It's grossly offensive. Yeah. Yep. You know, but that's what they are. They they want other people to pay for things for them. You know, that's their mentality. <laughs> Literally. Know, Literally. I mean, I would like other people to pay for my shit, but I don't want to force them with a gun. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But that's their politics is, you know, this should be a, a human right. Yeah. And that means the government should be providing it. Yeah, it is interesting. They're, I don't really understand their conception of rights. To be honest, I mean, I don't know if they. What is their? What where do they believe rights come from? Is does Marx have a uh, a theory of rights? Like I, I don't. Well, he, he 
Marx was thinking that, you know, the he, he didn't have really a rights philosophy. He had more an economic philosophy. Right. So it was about, you know, who should own the means of production. Yeah. And that, that was his big thing. And where he thought the revolution was going to come, which he was wrong on pretty much everything. Does, it, does anybody know, did Marx ever move out of his parents' basement? <laughs> No, he moved into his yeah. He moved into his friend's basement. Angles, uh, okay. Angles yeah, supported yeah. him through his entire life. Of course, and he yeah. also had like ten children or something. Spread that maybe. So he had some like absurd amount, not absurd, but like a lot of children, and he like obviously didn't support any of them. <laughs> Shocking. So, you know. um, oh yeah, the government will take care of it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I was just the reading an article somewhere that was saying it was really saying you know Marx didn't start these ideas they there were socialists before him oh yeah and he just basically was a, actually watched a, a plagiarist you know yeah he have you the credit have you ever heard of Crash Course it's like a YouTube channel no um it's pretty good and they do like little crash courses on history and all sorts of stuff but. I was actually watching like the one they did one about like the Russian Revolution. Oh, I like to see that. Yeah, check it out. It was pretty good. Um, and they did one on um, just like communism and capitalism. Um, but yeah, they they were talking about like sort of the roots of socialism and communism. And yeah, I mean, there was a book called like Utopia that was written in like I think it was written in the 1700s or something like that. Maybe even earlier than that. But yeah, there's always been these sort of like utopian ideas of, you know, no one has to work and, um, you know, well, the original, we just share everything and blah, blah, blah. Was it, the, the original socialists were actually anarchists because mm-hmm. they didn't understand that people aren't just going to naturally do all this stuff. They, they thought, you know, that if they got rid of government, everyone could just live in happiness and that, you know, that you know, could live as, you know, one big social community. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and the original libertarians, none of them were anarchists because they didn't want to be, they, I think the ideas came about around the same time of libertarianism and socialism. And they, they didn't want to be identified with the socialists and, yeah. and the anarchists. But I thought the original libertarians were anarcho-communists. No, that was the original socialists were the, the anarcho-communists. I right. thought it was the other way around. Like libertarians were the socialists, and yeah. the, um, and the socialists were like the libertarians or something like no. that. And they no, switched over. Like, the no, world. no, there were le- there were there were. I don't know. It, it really gets confusing. Yeah. All these terms get they confusing. But uh, but yeah, like the original anarchists were, like you said, they were socialist or communist or just uh, anti. Anti-private property, that sort of thing, um, and then you had like sort of like socialist libertarian. I, I mean, these are all just I don't know. It's all fucking confusing, but yeah, I mean, and the idea of like anarcho-capitalism didn't really come around until Rothbard in yeah. like the what the seventies. Mm-hmm. Be- yeah, before that, I mean, all the anarchists were pretty much. Like, I think communists. his ideas were a little older. Well, I mean, yeah, um, but I mean, you had like someone like like Basti, like Bastiat. Yeah, he was an anarchist, though. I mean, nice. I'm talking about anarcho-capitalism. Rothbard, uh, uh, for New Liberty, I thought was like early 60s. Yeah, he so does. when I, I mean, said little earlier, like I mean like a decade 40s. or two. Oh, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. some people will credit Molinari, um, who was Bastiat's understudy, because he did, I guess, talk a little bit about it, about maybe uh, privatizing the about functions like, of uh, government. Benjamin Tucker? 
I do not yeah. think he was a would be considered a capitalist. No, I, I mean somebody can. Correct I think he was me, more of like an individual. Well, how was how was Lysander mm-hmm. Hess? Like, I mean, Lysander Hess. I mean, I don't. I mean, he, Lysander Spooner. You mean? Uh, yeah, you're Lysander. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, what's his name? Uh, not uh, Ryan. I'm sitting next Max to Max Sterner. Yeah, he was an like egoist. Sanders Spooner, I, I would not, say that he was more of an individual. Not a free market guy. I don't know what his well, I don't know what his politics were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was more into like the philosophy. Like he was sort of a precursor to Ayn Rand. I guess um, you know, as far as extreme individualism, but yeah, like, radical he was, individualism. I thought he was just kind of a, like take whatever you can kind of mentality. I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't know what his politics were. Okay, well, uh, you know, I would say I would say a great. um, There's a great series on YouTube. It's called the Libertarian Tradition, and uh, Jeff uh, look this up. And Jeff Riggenbach, um, he he did a series of uh, podcasts. They're about 20 minutes long, give or take, Mm -hmm. on uh, different libertarians throughout history. And it's really it's a great education on the topic. Like I know I've listened to it uh, probably like uh, at least like. I mean, probably all the episodes at least like twice. Some of the episodes probably ten times. You know, like uh, I enjoy it a lot. So I think that's a, a very good. I mean, actually, after having this conversation and not and being ashamed of not knowing as much as you know, I, I smoke a lot of weed. I forget a lot of stuff. <laughs> so uh, you know, I, I feel like I need to brush back up on that. At any rate, um, so I think that's probably about all we have for tonight. Um, on the after hours, looks like we've got some stuff coming up here. We got a lot of stuff to tackle. Yeah, we have a whole bunch of stuff here. This is gonna be killer because um, I'm only three beers in, man. I got got a bunch to go. So. <laughs> three Zima's deep. I'm about to get naked. <laughs> wow. So. Stay tuned for that. All right. So until, luckily, we don't do video. Until next oh, time. Until next time. <laughs> live free or die. That is shed. Treachery, the flags on the tax bombs and bread. Poisons by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and cards and a death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in that point in a fine land. You support the troops that bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power, break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights What's a virtuous person fully comprehends the non-aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes obsolete!